you know, well, a lot of shit. Maybe maybe not well. maybe not a lot of shit, but like, um, I guess there's a lot to discuss. I mean, what, what the only things that happen are what the fucking Spider-Man trailer and Gamescom. That's it. Well, you know, but a lot is, happened in those. There is a lot of shit to discuss, but you know what else we can discuss, Joe? The fact that we're live. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what that means? Because we're live, it means that I can roll the intro. Hello. I'm Adam from Adam and Joe After Hours, and I'd like to request something from you, dear listener. If you're the type of person to complain about Faye Valentine's tits in the new live-action Cowboy Bebop project, I'd like you to take a moment to reflect on your relationship with your mother, how much she didn't love you, and how disappointed in you she'd be if she knew you were complaining about women's tits on the internet. Now, to you normal listeners who treat women like people and not like objects, we'd like you to enjoy the show. You deserve it. So without further ado, welcome to AJAH. Kept you waiting, huh? Good morning. Transcending history and the world, a tale of souls and swords eternally retold. Welcome to the stage of history retold. Welcome back to Adam and Joe After Hours. I'm Adam. I'm Joe. What's up? What's good? Oh, what's another good? Week, There's a lot boys. that's good, actually. Another podcast. Another motherfucking podcast. We got a lot to talk about, so let me ask you before we get into the big stuff. How was your week, Joe? Um, pretty chaotic. I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. Just you know, with school starting back up, uh, there's that, I guess. But whatever. Uh, work. I just uh, it's just been a busy week. Like I'm just running to a lot of places. You know, just running errands or you know work and school or you know picking someone up and dropping them off. I'm just you know just that just that person, huh? Just yeah. my just my luck. Just my luck. Hey, but how glad about you? To see you holding in there. I mean, shit. School starting back up, uh, like you said, it's it's a it's been a pretty uh, chaotic week. I mean, I don't go to school. I help out with my um, mother's business, and I have my own side business that I also do. But that's that's hush hush. And I've ha- I've been having to help out a lot with my younger brother because he's got a lot of places to go because he's only fourteen years old. He doesn't have a car, so mm-hmm. I've been I've been doing a lot more this week than I've been doing f- over the past couple months. Um, right. There's a lot going on. So just like you, it's, exactly. it's been a hell of a week. But, you know, our hells of a week are nothing compared to the hell of a week that we have had as uh, enjoyers of the game's medium. There's been a lot that's happened this week. So, oh, yeah, let's let our first big topic this week be Gamescom. A lot happened with Gamescom. A lot of shit that's really cool. And really important, and some shit that nobody cares about. Uh, shit that nobody cares about being things like Halo Infinite. Nobody cares anymore. I can say that confidently. It's like you want to break up this podcast all of a sudden, huh? Dude, have it's you like, seen it's like that? you suddenly want to break it? What? No. Wait, did something happen with Infinite that I missed Dude, out on? Completely? A lot of apparently, apparently, Halo Infinite will not be launching with a co-op campaign. Oh. Oh, one of well, the most one of the features that I'd argue one of is the core staples, is yeah, core the to the Halo experience. Halo yeah. playing Halo campaigns 
on legendary in co-op is is part of the fun and the fact that the campaign which is already launching separately will not be launching with a co-op campaign is wild to me call the halo fan in your life ask how they've been doing this past week (laughs) i've seen a lot of people say the multiplayer is fun you know but for me, a lot of what has made Halo Halo is the strength of its storytelling, especially Halo 2 and 3, you know. Right. So to see that it is, is starting to, to slowly cut back on that really rings the same alarm bells in my head that rang when Black Ops 4 launched without a campaign. You know what I mean? With the whole Call mm-hmm. of Duty thing. So I don't know. That's just me. I take it that you like the presentation that Microsoft gave. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Interesting. Were you going to tell me what you enjoyed about it, or are you going to just sit there? Oh, well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a lot of good stuff. I mean, I, I didn't, I, I actually didn't see uh, that Halo isn't getting co-op campaign, but I guess that isn't too much of a, uh, what's it called, like a pain point for me, considering that the Master Chief Collection didn't have it. I mean, it, like that's fine. I guess I'm not. I'm not really too upset because you know the last major Halo release didn't have it. So I'm not having it. Like it, it hurts, but it's not like I'm not completely shocked and destroyed because of it. But you know, I mean, it, it, it does suck. It does suck. Um, I really like the multiplayer. The multiplayer looks so fun. I wish I was part of that alpha test or whatever they called it. Um, I wish I got access to that, but I didn't. And I'm sad because I haven't, I haven't played like, honestly, I haven't played a good, like a good PVP game. Uh, sorry, PVP shooter game in a long while. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time I logged into a shooter and been like, Oh boy, I can't wait to have fun. No, nowadays it's, Oh boy, I can't wait skill-based matchmaking to kick in and absolutely destroy the lobby. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. (laughs) Trust me, I know. I spent the past week playing Cold War in my free time. Oh, man. Mm, So you know exactly. It's an intensely... I uh, I think mixed bag is putting it mildly. All right? Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that's that's cool. I didn't know that that it wasn't going to have split screen. Again, too much of a, a a bummer for me, but I can I can understand why I can understand why. Hey, you know what else we got? But we also know, got a oh shit! Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Before I derail, I mean, I was just gonna say the opposite side of things. An actual good, I guess, from your perspective. Actual. I was gonna good. save that. I was gonna save that. <laughs> I was gonna save actual. that. I was gonna save that for the last one. I'll go. Okay. All right. Fine. Then, um, staying on the same topic, uh, Saints Row. Oh fuck, Saints, Saints Row. Row. Saints Row hasn't been Saints Row hasn't been good since 2011, and I don't give a fuck who the fuck you are. If you like that trailer, you're a dumb, mouth breathing motherfucker. All right. That shit looked <laughs> trash. That shit looked garbage. I. Th- where's the return to form that Volition promised us? All right, because Saints Row hasn't been Saints Row since 2009. Take it as someone who owns the first two games. Uh, digitally and physically, all right, games from over a decade ago. Th- these new Saints Rows, Saints Row the Third, Saints Row Four, Gad Out of Hell, and now Saints Row Five. Shit, all right, 
confidently Saints Row 3 shit. Isn't bad. No, four, four Saints Row, much, Saints three Row is, 3 good. No, I hold the exact opposite what? opinion. I think Saints Row the 3rd is the worst game the series has produced and Saints Row 4 is only tolerable because it has good progression and an, a, a good amount of callbacks to the other to the other parts of the franchise that were actually good. Other than that, I fucking hate those games. I think wow. they completely betrayed the spirit of the series, at least the, the part of the series that I fell in love with, the part of the series that I enjoyed. They completely oh, yeah, well, then, fucked that over. Well, then with that logic, you might as well hate GTA 3, 4, and 5 because the first two GTAs are completely different than the rest. Nope. I mean, nope. is that not what you're saying? No. I mean, I I'm, I'm, that, not, I'm not going to attack that, you. But I said like, that the, fir- the, the, the things that I liked about Saints Row 1 and 2 were not carried into Saints Row fucking 3, 4, and the new one. All right. The things that I like about GTA 3, 4, and 5 aren't even there in Saints Row 1 and 2. I don't uh, not uh, not Saints Row 1 and 2. Uh, uh, GTA 1 and 2. I could give a fuck about GTA 1 and 2. I've played both of those games. They're fine. As historical pieces. As pieces of... Of, of what makes GTA what it is now. I could genuinely give a fuck about them, though. All right. Mm-hmm. I could genuinely give a fuck. What I like about GTA is not there in its fully formed and fully realized uh, uh, method. So those games are firmly in the past. All right. What I like about GTA is its ability to create a believable uh, a 3D open world space. And GTA and pretty much every Rockstar game has been good at that. And that's what I look to Rockstar to push the envelope with more than any other developer. Is to create a believable, lived-in, satirical, open-world space. It is in its most primitive form in GTA number three. And it gets better as time goes on, even in the PSP titles. You know what I mean? But but it Mm. is at its apex in a game like Red Dead Redemption 2, their most recent affair with the creation of a 3D open world believable space. That's what that's what that's what I'm I'm there for. But Saints Row 5 doesn't have any of the shit that I wanted. It looks it looks like a Fortnite expansion, is what it looks like. All right. And <laughs> we're gonna talk the about world 2.0. And, and we're gonna talk about Fortnite later. Do not get me wrong. The sussy bakas at Epic Games have struck back. All right, but Volition, you guys have have thoroughly abandoned exactly what made Saints Row good. All right, the first game was had an had an amazingly told story, a detail rich world, a star studded cast, and and genuinely good writing. And the second game also had a detail rich world, a star studded cast, a good story, and it had even more refined gameplay systems. It was great. And yes, sure, it did have its wacky elements, like Saints Row is known to have, but it was never too over the top. You were never running around uh, uh, inside of a fucking uh, buggy that was, or sort of a rickshaw that was pulled by a gimp, all right? That's what Saints Row the Third is, running around dressed up as a toilet with, with, with two big fists, all right, and that's funny. Don't get me wrong, but that's not Saints Row to me. That's not at all what that is. You know, I'm looking over at this new cast, and it it kind of reminds me um, of the what, what was it called? Agents of Mayhem. Agents so, of Mayhem. Yes, 
that oh, whole man. thing that happened. Yeah, oh, it reminds man. me. It reminds me of that because none of these characters look interesting to me personally. Yeah, well, Agents of Mayhem at least tried to to be like Saints Row. It is. They at least had it really. They at least had Johnny Gat and Pierce and Kinsey, and they completely lost the fucking plot about what it meant to be Saints Row. Okay, but they. But I can at well, least feel well, a little bit of effort to be. there. I can at least feel it really effort. wasn't trying to be. Are you sure? Because Volition sure doesn't Agents fucking seem to, uh, doesn't seem to agree <laughs> with either of us because they couldn't market that game to save their fucking life. If I were to go to Volition and give them the the grad school student sell me this pen, they couldn't without without having a panic attack and shitting their pants. All right, I have been trying my hardest to give Volition the benefit of the doubt. All right, I have been trying, but. But they, you do realize that these are the same developers who lost the source code for Saints Row 2? <laughs> and are and are actively working on a remaster for it, but instead it comes, uh, 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 I wouldn't even say secondary or tertiary, it's below that, to, uh, uh, to Saints Row 5. They have like three guys working on it after hours. They've got a fucking skeleton crew working on a remaster. At best. Because they have just found this, and by just, I mean like a year and a half ago, found the source code for Saints Row 2 that they had lost. Why do you think they remastered Saints Row 3 and 4? Because they just, they didn't lose the fucking source code. That's so funny to me. (laughs) Fuck you, Volition. I'm done with you. I didn't even buy Agents of Mayhem, and I'm not buying this shit. Fuck, I didn't even buy Saints Row 3 Remastered. I didn't even do that shit. So... You, well, you don't gotta. Now that it's free on Epic Games, am I right? Am I right, guys? Am I right? <laughs> Fuck you, Epic. Fuck you, Epic Games. <laughs> Fuck you, Volition. Okay. You know, I think I think we missed the real highlight of the entire show, which is Bus Simulator. Twenty twenty one Simulator. I'm going bus to throw myself under a bus simulator. Is what I'm going to do. No, we've got some other good good things. So we got a release date for uh, Sifu, finally. Right, yeah. The 22nd of February, 2022. That's going to be a fun time. And we Sifu also got... so good. Dude, so it looks good, so man. fucking good. So fucking good. I mean, I was upset when they got, when it got delayed, but like, dude, I'm just, I'm just happy that we're getting See, it at all. It is. I'm more than fine waiting for it. Absolutely. Take your time, guys. We also got some um, a better look at uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge that Turtles beat him up, developed by Dotemu, the same guys who are making right. uh, the same guys who made Streets Rage Four, the same guys who are making Metal Slug Tactics. It looks go- really good. It looks really good. I don't know if you've watched any of the trailers, but it looks really good. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I mean, I-, I was just gonna say it doesn't look like my type of game, mm-hmm. but. With you and a lot of people having recommended Streets of Rage four, I mean, I'm, I might go check it out. I, you know, I might, I might go give it, give it a look. These guys, see what it's all about. They clearly know their beat 'em ups, and this game looks like it's taking heavy inspiration from Turtles in Time, and and we already know that it's going to have the four Turtles and April O'Neil and potentially Master Splinter and Casey Jones. So that it's going to be a fun time, dude. Because you can't even play Turtles in Time legally anymore, so you know what? Legally, you say? Dude, they took the remaster off of a 
PSN and Xbox like a couple of years ago, dude. This that's years old news. Sucks. But the best thing mm-hmm. to come out of Gamescom 2021. Splitgate season zero. Oh, I know. Morgana. Super monkey ball. <laughs> no, monkey ball, monkey ball. Hey man, we already knew monkey ball was gonna be fire when they decided to put fucking Kazuma Kiryu in it. But now they've got fucking Morgana in it. I'm gonna roll Morgana off the stage. Fuck you, Morgana, for telling me to go to bed. Now I get to take my revenge. Now I get to take my fucking revenge. Roll you off the start of the, the map every time. <laughs> oh, before before we get to the yes. big reveal, right? Yes, go ahead. I gotta ask, how were you feeling about um in uh what's what's the name of it? Uh Horizon Zero Dawn? Not not New Horizon Dawn, Forbidden uh, West. Forbidden West, yeah. I didn't play uh, Horizon Zero Dawn very much because I got really bored of it really fast. Thank God. I thought I was the only one that held that sentiment. Dude! I didn't want to say anything. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude, my friend lent me that game uh, in high school, and I gave it back to him at the end of the week. I said, dude, I could not get through the 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 tutorial. I tried. I tried. I tried. But they but the but the world building is so forced and the tutorial sucks. Horizon Zero Dawn is one of those games that I feel bad for not enjoying. The other one being Shadow of Mordor, because I didn't enjoy that either. They they suffer Mm. from the same sort of 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 pitfall where they don't explain anything to you in a coherent or meaningful way. And they take too long right. to set up shit that doesn't need to be explained. So, uh, uh, dude, I, 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 good for you guys. If you got, if you like Horizon Forbidden West, great. I do not give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> good That's for you. That's why I have refrained from discussing it on this podcast. Is I do not give a single shit. So, hands off no. that one. Sorry. Huh. I love you guys. Just don't crucify me. <laughs> now Dude, that our podcast is about to get canceled with that Here. being said i'm gonna go to the other side of my room and scream this to the heavens if you'll excuse me the king of fighters baby <laughs> Woo-hoo! You motherfuckers, you have no motherfucking idea how motherfucking happy I am to see KLF 15. Ooh, baby. I wished upon a motherfucking star. I wished I looked out to the heavens above. I saw the stars in the night sky and I pleaded, oh, great heavens above. Give me Terry from Garo Mark of the Wolves. And the voice in the heavens heard my little human cry fill its ears, looked down upon me and said, Yes, my son. Look where we at! Motherfucker, we got a cinematic story mode, a jukebox mode, 52 characters, a release date, early access, Garo Terry. Yes, 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 yes. This game is doing everything that I wanted it to. They brought back the character interviews from KOF 98. 
They brought, dude, they offered fully high resolution downloadable character renders on the website. That's Check this sick, out. Actually. Check this out. I got all of these motherfuckers. I'll just send a few. All right. I got, yeah. I got so many of these motherfuckers just in my computer now. All oh. right. SMK is, is, is hitting all the right strides. 52. Two characters releasing on PS4. You never see that shit nowadays. You never see a that is because that is because SNK is the only company that launches with big rosters. The only one because people expect it from them. All right, Right. because they because their game is structured in a three v three team based non-tag formats you have to have a big roster and snk has some killers that they can put in their games terry andy joe rio robber my kim king vanessa kyo yori fucking everybody dude KOF this is back. Y'all know what y'all know about Ralph. What y'all know about Clark, Leona, Hydern, Whip, Maxima, K Kula. What y'all know about Shingo Yobuki, voiced by Takahito Koyasu? Fuck, do y'all know about him? Nothing. <laughs> all right. All right, but KOF is back. It all began in 94, kept on going in 95. Went a weird place in 96 and came to an end in 97. But now it comes and here we go. KOF is here again. Nothing's going to stop us 1998. I feel so fucking happy. KOF KOF 15 looks so good. Dude, they got a jukebox feature. They got online training mode. They got rollback in that code. Rollback. Oh, y'all have no idea, man. Y'all niggas didn't want to buy KOF until it put in rollback. And I was going to buy it twice regardless. <laughs> oh, man, dude. I am so ready for KOF 15. I'm so ready, man. Oh, this is going to be so good. I'm looking at the at the thread now and seeing all these characters. They look pretty cool. Yeah, man. They look very cool. Yeah, man. Dude, oh, those characters at the top, they still haven't gotten announced yet, but I want them to come back so bad. Yeah, dude, even the director for... Uh, okay, I'm going to put their picture on screen right now. This is um, Brian Battler on the left, Heavy D in the middle, and Lucky on the right. These are the American sports team. These guys haven't showed up since KOF 98. These guys were in the, were in the original roster of KOF 94. That's the American sports team. Even the director for Street Fighter V Nakayama-san, back before, I think when Yoshiro got announced, he said, man, I re- this pose looks a lot like Brian. I hope they bring him back. So even Nakayama-san wants the American sports team to come back. I love these guys. And then right below them, you have um, Nelson. Um, oh, my God. I think her name is um, Zarina. Yeah, Nelson, Zarina, and Banderas. They're Team Brazil. From KOF 14, you got a boxer with a cybernetic arm, a capoeirista, and then Banderas. He's a ninja. They look really cool. I love all these characters, man. SNK is great. They got some real killer designs. I'm I'm so my POCs represented. 
Dude, SNK has been really good about having black characters. They are one of the only fighting game devs who are good about that. Like, like Capcom, they've been pretty good about it sometimes. Um, <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> like, Balrog is a big-lipped, bull-faced buffoon. All right. And that can be kind of racist sometimes, but he's he's pretty okay. Characters like mm-hmm. Elena. Elena's great. Uh, she's like the 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 uh, African girl from Street Fighter Three, the one who does capoeira. She's good. Um, who else, man? Oh, Minot, Minot from Street Fighter Five. Her too. Sean Matsuda from Street Fighter Three, my boy, and uh, Dudley, the best Street Fighter character, Dudley. Um, yeah, uh, Capcom. I know Namco. They haven't had too many black characters. They've had like uh, Eddie Gordo, Christy Montero. Uh, uh, Bruce and that and Leroy and that's like the that's like it and uh, Raven and Master Raven there you go that's all the black characters that Namco has all right I don't even think Soul Calibur has had a black character yet oh no they have <laughs> Zasalamel that's the only one <laughs> just the one just one you get Zasalamel that's it Hey, I'm not racist. I have one black friend. But SNK, SNK has been having good black characters since day one. Like Duck King, fucking Mickey from Art of Fighting, fucking Heavy D and Lucky, fucking dude. SNK, Kush uh, Nude, aka Marco from Mark of the Wolves. He's 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 good. Like I don't know. I, I'm I'm just really happy to see that SNK is back on its bullshit, and we've still got more characters that haven't been revealed. Uh, Kim, the Taekwondo dude with the really cool pants, he hasn't been revealed yet, and he's one of the only characters in KOF that I know how to play. Um, I'm still hoping on a couple of people to show up that haven't been announced yet. There's still theories to be uh, theorizing to be had about who's going to show up because so far in in KOF 15's um reveal cycle, they've made some pretty like strong reveals, like the fact that Athena Asamiya is on a team with Mai Shiranui and uh, Yuri Sakazaki rather than King being on a team with them, you know, and rather than Athena being on the site, uh, the psycho soldier team, it, that's a pretty big sort of uh, thing because Athena has always been on a team with uh, Chin and with Kensu because they are the psycho soldier team. They've been the psycho soldier team since KOF 94, you know, so to break that tradition is already pretty big to have King be on a team that's not the women fighters team, I think is also pretty big. I don't know if she's ever done that before. Um, Mm -hmm. I was kind of hoping that SNK would break up the Fatal Fury team for once in KOF history, which is surprising considering that the Fatal Fury team has always been relatively consistent outside of maybe one appearance. Um, It's always been Terry, Joe, and Andy, but only in KOF 11 was it Terry, uh, Duck King, and Kim Kopwan. So... I'm 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 relatively optimistic. I, I kind of wanted in my own stupid headcan anyway. I wanted Mai to replace Terry, so it would be Andy, Mai, and Joe, and then Terry would go off on a team with Rock Howard and Blue Mary, and it'd be like the Bogard family team. All right, but that's that's just Mito. <laughs> that's just Mito. Don't mind me. All right, but I don't know, man. I would love instead of uh, seeing Kim show up this time around, if his sons, uh, Jai Hoon and Dong Huan 
from Mark of the Wolves would show up and they would be on a team with like either Mei Lee from the mainline KOF games or a Chai Lim from the Maximum Impact games to make like a like a Taekwondo uh, team of sorts. That would to me that would be really cool. Um, and I would prefer one of the girls over um, Kim's friend. If I'm forgetting his name right now. Jung Hoon. Um, I'm. I would prefer them because it would add a nice female dynamic to that. But I am. Oh, dude! I, stop me before I start spend the whole podcast theorizing about potential team makeups for King of Fighters 15. Because I could, I could do that all day. Believe me, there's enough SNK characters where that is a legitimate possibility. But KOF 15 looks good. I hope all of you horny fucks who were dick riding Shermie back when her trailer came out actually buy the game. Because oh, don't no, act, of course not. don't act like I didn't see all of you niggas hopping on the Shermie bandwagon like I wasn't already there. All right, I've got a long, a long laundry list of SNK waifus. All right, get in line, bitch. Take a number. All right, y'all are last, dead last. It's just gonna be the whole Jacko challenge all over again. Oh fucking god, dude! How many? Ugh, that was that was funny the first couple times. Then it got really annoying. All right. Like I saw the funniest one was the one with Luigi where he was doing the Donald Duck meme. <laughs> that was hilarious. All right. But everyone after that was like, what are y'all doing? But I uh I don't know. I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. I'm not even gonna lie, I seen some I seen some of those. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh yeah. You are horny, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Bonk. And Bonk. I'm waiting. Well, what, well, where's the? Well, what's your point? Go on. Bong. That's what you get for that. Bong. All right. You horny fuck. You want to talk about being horny? Yeah. Yeah. I don't go ahead. Oh, what am I doing? Spends like spends like half the podcast going on about how your um. I fucking you go, but hey, hey, <laughs> hey, man! I'm not horny for Yukiko. I'm in love with her. Shush. All right. Okay, there is a difference. She's on my fight stick, Art Joe. <laughs> no, but really, <laughs> dude, it's it, it brings me so much joy to see King of Fighters getting love because I I I think it was like episode two where we'd spent a long time discussing KOF, but it's like. It it mm-hmm. didn't get it hasn't been getting the most love. It wasn't until Terry was put into Smash Brothers that KOF really hit uh, the, the fucking mainstream. Cared. It was just the Mexicans. All right, it was just the Mexicans. <laughs> I'm not even Mexican shit, but there was it was just people in fucking Mexico and like Central America that were on the KOF bandwagon. All right, why do you think that people say that Japan got the hero, America got Banjo Kazooie, and Fucking Mexico got Terry Bogard. <laughs> it's Smash Bros. Even though I'm pretty sure I'd wager that it was Kyo Kusanagi people wanted to see more, but that's that's just me. Um, I mean, it wasn't me actually. It was a lot of people in the comment sections that wanted to see Kyo. But you know, I'm I'm just I'm really happy to see KOF doing well, and I hope that this edition of Rollback gets more people to play it because KOF is a solid game really solid it's really fun and even at a non-competitive level it's still really fun i still find a lot of joy 
though I don't play KOF competitively like I do like Virtual Fighter or Shoe Fighter or something, I I still right. find a lot of joy in in playing King of Fighters and Fatal Fury and Art of Fighting and experiencing the characters and their stories from game to game. And fuck, even reading the character interviews on the on the official KOF website is still really fun. They still manage to have such rich and detailed characters, even if those characters don't participate in the main story. Like Terry, Joe, and Andy haven't ever been main players in a KOF story ever once, and they still manage to have interesting stories from game to game. It's great. That's so, cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's amazing that SNK manages to tell these really cool stories. They're like they SNK was the for was at the forefront of storytelling in fighting games since day 1. Actually, like not even joking. Since day 1. Mm. It was in the first Fatal Fury that launched the same year as Street Fighter uh 2 where in the arcade mode if you played as Terry, Joe or Andy, the only three characters you could play as, where you would get mid-fight cutscenes where Geese, the main villain, would talk shit about you and say, oh, we're going to send our best guys after him. And they had an actual plot, an actual story, a tale of revenge, Fatal Fury, Legend of the Wolf. It, it, it Since day one, SNK has been the story, guys. And as time has marched on and Mortal Kombat has sort of become the pinnacle of fighting game stories, I think SNK has been woefully underappreciated because they've still kept their tradition going. So, again, thank you guys. Seriously. All you guys over at SNK, thank you. And I can also say thank you, you know, because that merger with the fucking, with Mohammed bin Salman has been delayed for a while. So, thank God. All right. All right. That got delayed. So, I can I can thank say their God. name. I can say their name with no asterisk. What were you going to say, Joe? No, I was just going to say... Looking at fighting games like as a as a whole, seems like the devs really care about their fans. They are pretty consistent with um like listening, uh listening to feedback and actually incorporating, you know, different systems or different uh, mechanics of gameplay, whatever, you know, the case might be. And actually following up with it. Like it it it's it's it seems pretty cool. It seems pretty Unless cool how they're you're bonded with their community. Unless you're Bondi Namco, of course, then you don't. Why do you say that? Because Bondi Namco is 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 known to be very hostile towards fans. It's not even a thing. From Michael mm. Murray having fits on Twitter, you know, to Harada telling the Tekken fan base that they have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. <laughs> as as many good times as 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 we fighting game fans have had with developers, there have been an equal amount of times where we've been told to shut the fuck up. All right, so believe me, it is it is a relationship that is it's like the relationship that we have with our parents. It looks good on the surface, usually is not behind closed doors. All right, so (laughs) yeah. But besides King of Fighters making a splash at Gamescom, um, the sussy bakas at Epic Games strike again. Joe, did of you ever? They would. Let me let me ask you, Joe. When you were in history class, did you learn about that guy MLK from Fortnite? <laughs> I 
<laughs> oh yeah, I it remember. Was... Um, I remember um, his speech. I had a dream. I yeah. could crank some nineties. Martin Luther King, in his speech, said, "Number one victory royale. Yeah, Fortnite. <laughs> we about to get down." Ten kills on the board right now. Just wiped out Tomato Town. No, in all seriousness, it was literally last episode where I told Epic Games to go fuck themselves because they compared uh, uh, their their whole situation with Apple and Google to civil rights. And look what happened barely a week after I said that. Look, guys, look, do y'all remember that famous Martin Luther King quote? Let's drop it tilted towers. <laughs> MLK in Fortnite. Are you fucking serious? Oh, you know, I, I remember besides his speech, uh, one famous quote. He's cracked. 90. 90. He's cracked. <laughs> Just wiped out his entire team. Let's kill this fucking kid. I'm out of mats, bro. All right. <laughs> are, are, if you would have told me this, a day before it happened, I would have swore that you were shitting me. MLK in Fortnite. I cannot say that enough because it sounds absurd even in my head. MLK in Fortnite. <laughs> we're in a universe where Master Chief, Rick, and MLK are picking, like can be in the same team. Guys, Superman, Rick, and Kratos are about to learn about racism. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay, so god! If this, is, if this is implying that racism and civil rights exist in Fortnite, which Fortnite character do you think would be the most racist? Uh, the blonde guy. Jo uh, fucking Jonesy? Why do you know his name? I, I look, look. I had a little bit of weakness. I'm not even gonna lie to you. A little bit of weakness? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Look, man. I, I remember you was conflicted. What the fuck? Influence. What the fuck does he, do you mean? A moment of weakness. Look, you got look, something to share with the look. class, Joe? Go ahead. Hey everyone. I'm I'm Joe. Um yeah. Ah, hey, hey. Yeah. Because uh I I went ahead and bought the I went ahead and bought the this the, the battle pass like three years ago. And I haven't been able to stop buying it since. <laughs> no, but in reality, like two seasons ago when the fucking Master Chief skin was available, I was like, you know what? Fortnite isn't that bad. And then I stopped caring about it because... Still Fortnite at the end of the day. So, 
Yeah, I had wow. a moment of weakness. You are a weak man. I, dude. Do you yeah. know how many times I have been tempted, but have resisted the urge to download and play Fortnite? I can count them. The Stormtrooper, available exclusively when you purchase Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order on EGS. Snake Eyes and Storm thing. Shadow. Yes, it was. Oh. Kratos, Master Chief, Ryu, Chun-Li, Kami, Guile, Actual John Wick, Lara Croft. Need I go on? LeBron James. All right, need <laughs> I go on? How many times... I have seen them and felt the urge, but I said never because Epic Games sucks. It really be your own niggas, don't it? It really do. <laughs> I remember you was conflicted. <laughs> oh, that's funny as fuck. Well, I, I have no words. I mean, it, it certainly doesn't help that one of my close friends is like super, like, and I, I'm very sad to say this, uh, super into Fortnite. Oh, so you're friends with a lot of uh, Turbo Virgins, then I guess. Oh yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm fucking, I, I'm, I'm still friends with people that play Destiny too, so that's pretty obvious. <laughs> he said it, not me. <laughs> he said it, not uh, me. That is funny. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? No, Fortnite? but dude, I will, I will, I will like be having a normal ass conversation and he'll go on and say something and like make a reference to like what's going on to Fortnite. And I'm like, okay, it was kind of funny, but why do you have to do this every 30 seconds? <laughs> like when that whole MLK thing happened. <laughs> He would not stop making jokes about it. Honestly, neither could I. I had a friend who sent me like seven tweets in like an hour about that. And I told <laughs> him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I said, I said, if you don't stop sending me these tweets, I'm going to block you. R.I.P. George Floyd. Shout out to his family. Jesus Lord. That same, that same thing. <laughs> I I cannot believe that we are at a point where MLK is in Fortnite. That is, I think absurd is putting it delicately. That is, it feels like a bit from Tim and Eric Awesome Show Great Job. Like, that's what it feels like. <laughs> like an Eric Andre type of bit. It is so incredibly tone deaf. Like, I could just imagine that that no black employees okayed this. Mm. They had zero input from the black employees as to whether or not they should do this. None at all. But hey, number one victory royale, I guess. <laughs> How do you think MLK would respond to this? Dude... <laughs> I think he'd be glad that he was murdered by the CIA. <laughs> MLK was like a, a radical black socialist. All right. And this is what we get. March through fucking 
fucking Fortnite. All right, is this really the best we could do to honor the man's legacy rather than de-whitewash it? This is the best we got. We can put you in Fortnite. Really? It has to you be a government that. psyop. There's no way. There's <laughs> no fucking way. After all of the social progress we made, they put him in fucking Fortnite. That is they, they, wild. They put him in Fortnite to get fat victory royales. Get fat dubs on these losers. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. In slightly more disappointing news. Um, internet losers are mad again. Oh, yeah, they are. Because Faye Valentine doesn't have big titties anymore. Oh, the humanity. How will I enjoy Cowboy Bebop now? It's not like it doesn't have incredible writing and visuals. Oh, no. Why is Jet Black dark-skinned? Oh, no. I, I can't believe I entertained these people. I read these tweets, man. Where is this shit at? I took a screenshot of it. I really don't understand changing Jet's race. Was someone like, well, his name is Jet Black, so obviously he should be a dark-skinned black man. Also, they had to update Faye's costume. Definitely not watching this shit. I wonder if that person looks down on women and people of color in any way. I wonder if I wonder if uh, they do. God. Oh, dude, I, I, the only reason I bring this up is because I saw a tweet um, by uh, Jeremy, the quarter pounder <laughs> on my <laughs> timeline. Talking about how Faye Valentine, and then I saw YouTube videos, several in my t- in my YouTube feed, talking about how uh, Faye Valentine's actress is lashing out at the fans. Yeah. Well, okay. excuse me if 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 women like to be treated like people. Excuse me. All right. <laughs> oh my god! It is. Oh my god! I don't really understand. The fucking backlash whatsoever. Like, okay, this is implying. This is implying because if it's so much of an issue that people were watching Cowboy Bebop, oh, booba. They were watching it for the booba. Oh, mommy milker. Oh, the rest of the anime. Oh, it's okay, I guess, but oh, booba. Gun shoot and booba move. Booba. <laughs> Is that really what you got from Cowboy Bebop? You fucking internet losers? You motherless internet motherfuckers? That's basically what they're saying. That is essentially what they're saying. If if I have never met anyone who watched Cowboy Bebop and their only takeaway was Big Booby, and it seems <laughs> like that is precisely what I'm getting here. That's like if you watch Evangelion and your only read from Misato Katsuragi is Mommy Milkers. It's funny <laughs> to make those jokes, but we, but I make them knowing that Misato is a fully fleshed out, well-rounded character with, with, uh, with flaws and great characteristics. All right. And a pedophile. Oh. <laughs> the fucking hedonist <laughs> pedophile. Uh, mommy Misato, please. Anyways, 
like like it is it is possible to make those jokes but these people are 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 are, are attacking jet black's actor for being black and harassing faye valentine's actress for acting on brand like <laughs> whoa for acting what? exactly like faye valentine would like these it is so obvious who has not seen cowboy bebop it is so obvious like if if any of people you just want to hop on the internet and just say shit what that is that it's is like, basically what i'm a, that's, that's, that's what i'm getting it's like that arthur clip buster how do you know if any of this stuff is true what do you mean how do you know someone didn't just make it up what you mean just lie you really think someone would do that just go on the internet and tell lies <laughs> Like, I, I am just floored that anyone would think that it's a good idea to do that. It's <sighs> so wild to me that if that, that the most you can sum up from this is that Faye Valentine's titties aren't big enough and jet black doesn't need to be black. Then I think you need to go back and, and really re-examine who made Cowboy Bebop, okay? <laughs> Let's not act like Shinichiro Watanabe was not fucking with the movement. Because he absolutely fucks with the movement, alright? He's in them streets, my nigga. He's been in them streets. In the underground scene. For a minute now. Pretty much one of the only, like, artists in Japan to not be a fucking racist okay <laughs> the only other artist in japan who i can think of that isn't like a racist i can only think of like hirohiko Araki and george morikawa okay i haven't seen too many other uh uh uh, uh, uh prominent uh racial like accepting yeah to, i haven't seen too many prominent uh jp dudes be uh, non-xenophobic, all right, except for those three yeah, guys. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. Except for those three guys. They're pretty tight, all right? I like them. But, like, for real, though, where is this coming from? Faye Valentine is a character with struggles. A fully fleshed out... Cowboy Bebop isn't even a long series, and the fact that they managed to fully flesh her out her character and make her one of the best characters in that whole show a show full of great characters mind you mind you exactly and and the most you can pay the most respect you can pay to her is why are your titties not big enough is is <laughs> at the very least disrespectful to the source material and at the most incredibly sexist i cannot believe this shit like i've made jokes on this podcast many a time about Big Booby and Mommy Milker, all right? Of course. But but when it comes down to brass tacks, I've always held the opinion that we should treat women like people. And I'm imagine I'm looking directly into your stupid fucking face, you internet complainer, all right? It's wrong, like plain, like bold-faced wrong to complain about this kind of thing. So what if Jed is black? So fucking what? Does that impact his ability to make peppers and eggs, asshole? Does it? 
<laughs> so what if Faye Valentine looks different? Who gives a shit? Genuinely. I can already see the YouTube thumbnails of Cowboy Bebop going woke exclamation point question mark. They've already been done, dude. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> Let me sort. Oh, Netflix's Cowboy Bebop actress mocks Faye Valentine's anime costume. Cowboy Bebop actress responds to fake backlash. Hollywood hates you. Faye's a real woman now. Netflix's Cowboy Bebop actress tells fans to fuck off. Like... I see and like okay the there are people out here arguing saying oh yeah well big bob big booby milker is part of her costume and it has a lot of sex appeal because that is her part of her character <laughs> you might want to get the sneeze checked out jeez man <laughs> i it makes me want to uh, commit acts of violence in See, Minecraft. But if it was the other way around, it was if it was the other way around, where she was not well endowed in the show, but then in the live action, she's got big booby milker. All of a sudden, oh wow, I really like this. This is really cool. Big Bob, big big, big Bobby, milkers. big Bobby. Yeah, I was gonna say big Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> but no, like, uh, it, it's just extremely. Extremely hypocritical. Extremely sexist. Like it's wild. Listen, guys, listen. Let me let me level with you, okay? I I love big tits. I lo- they're so soft. Hey, you want a flashback to like 15 minutes ago where you were saying <laughs> hold on. Just listen, all right? Listen. I I love big tits. All right. Everybody does. They're soft. And they're fun to put your mouth on. All right. But but what you got to understand is that it does not matter at the end of the day. All right. If a person, let alone a fictional character, has big tits or not, that doesn't matter. All right. Most well, it's especially, gonna, it's going to the enjoyment of the show because of the big boobies. Especially, all right, if your enjoyment of something is is impacted by whether or not a character has big tits, it is important for you to recognize to keep that shit to yourself and not harass real people because of that. Okay. Guys, listen, titties are nice, but people have feelings, all right? And it's not okay to harass people on the internet. (laughs) Facts don't care about your feelings, motherfuckers. And the fact is that people do not give a fuck if you like or dislike a woman's body, okay? Like I said, I like big, big titties too. But big titties do not a good character make. All right. That is, that's just a fact of life and of fiction. 
Like I. Finish your thought and then I'll go on. Like genuinely, if you like a person purely because of their physical attributes, do you really like that person? If you like a character purely because they're physically attractive, do you even really like that character? Or do you just like looking at them? Genuinely, there are plenty of characters that I like looking at, but I do not give a fuck about otherwise. And there's a lot of characters that I that that don't look appealing to me, but I do give a fuck about. All right. But I would it would really be nice if you motherfuckers would stop harassing this poor woman. Seriously. I mean, she looks like she I mean, she clearly uh, 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 acts exactly like Faye Valentine in real life. So clearly Netflix was on the money casting her. All right. But mm-hmm. for fucking real, you motherfuckers need to talk to your moms. And if your mom is dead, then good fucking riddance, you pieces of shit. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. I just, I can't believe that we are in a day and age where the physical attributes of a character for a fictional show determine the enjoyment that one has. You know, I think... I think, I think, uh, you know, uh, we just need to be wiped out. Like, as a, as a species, yeah, we, we, we just need to be wiped out. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm praying every single day. I can't believe that we got into this. We haven't, I can't believe we got this far. I can't believe we've fallen this far down. All of this. We are out here actually having to tell people. Stop! <laughs> Just stop. I think was about looking. your actions for five seconds. Just stop! Like I can't believe that we are actually having to tell people to stop. I mean, it all comes back to people just thinking with their dick because no one fucking cares. Like, okay, if they were to. If they were to hire, or I'm sorry, cast, if they were to cast, like, a tall dude for a short character, okay, maybe I understand that. Like, I can understand that. Whatever. They already did that, Joe. They already did that. They already did that. Did you see anybody complain when six foot two Hugh Jackman was cast to play five foot three Wolverine? No! Because he did a great fucking job. Ah, but it's different because Hugh Jackman's a dude. Oh, of course. It's different because Hugh Jackman's a dude. Don't got to worry about titties in that case. But no. (laughs) How do do we get this far? (laughs) I can't help but laugh at the whole situation, man. Because, God... I didn't think that it was a discussion that needed to be had. I didn't think that people were actually going to be out here even thinking about this. But hey, it provides good good material for the podcast. So you know what? I can't complain. The meme can't podcast. Complain. The meme podcast has to come out and say to treat women like people. Jesus Christ. 
on a funnier note, on a funnier note. All right. Did you see that McCree from Overwatch is getting a name change? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I no. Whoa. Hey, we sexually harassed women. And you know what? I think we're going to make up for it by renaming a character that no one plays. Not only did they sexually harass women, but they burned documents. They burned the evidence. Dude. <laughs> they cooked the, the books. Evidence. They cooked the fucking books. And we're caught doing it. <laughs> oh, like, dude. How are you this fucking stupid? <laughs> oh, Blizzard, you got caught. You got busted. You is right, boy. You got caught. You got busted. Oh, dude. That is that is beyond wild. I thought you guys would stop at sexually harassing your employees systematically. But no. Blizzard went ahead and cooked the books. It's not enough to defend China, Joe. It's not enough to sexually harass your employees. No, you got to cook the books. I I keep telling myself it can't get worse, and then it just does. And then it just keeps going. You know, if they're going to rename McCree (laughs) to, like, anything, they should just rename it to Shredder. Because that's obviously the (laughs) hardest working employee in the entire company. (laughs) Name him Booker, dude. Booker Cooker. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. That's so fucking funny. Oh, that was not a headline I expected to read that Blizzard got caught referring their employees to the house lawyer who is handling it all. Burning HR documents. Like, holy (sighs) shit. Like, that is step one court misbehavior is disobeying a subpoena and burning documents. That is that is stage one behavior to get an automatic conviction. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, dude. It's all a matter of when at this point. Because we're... Absolutely. We're... we're, <laughs> we're in, they, they've gone too far. Like, they've already lost. Like, well, why do you guys just keep... They, they, they were... No, they were not handed the shovels. They went and picked them up themselves and they just started digging. Fuck a shovel. Started they started digging. digging the grave with their mouth at this <laughs> point. With their teeth. <laughs> just grab a mouthful of dirt and spit it out. Grab another. That's what they're doing. Dude, holy shit. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, let's talk about Spider-Man real quick. About Spider-Man. Okay. I've got a lot to say. Uh, full, and it's it's going to be very it. tangentially related to the trailer. I'm going to let you talk first, and then I'm going to wax poetic about nostalgia. So go ahead. Go for it. I mean, shit. Okay, well, there are some things not exactly about the trailer that kind of ruined it for me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you saw leaked pictures of I actively characters that I will not say for the people that have not seen the picture but some characters on set with mm-hmm. a certain certain uh, costume yeah that kind of killed it for me I'm not gonna lie 
Um, now that I know what to expect from the movie, I not really. I'm like, okay, I don't really need to watch any more trailers, and I can just wait for the movie to release and go watch it there. Mm-hmm. But the actual trailer, uh, eh, it, it, it's weird to say this, but it actually got me more excited for Multiverse of Madness than No Way Home. Yeah. Like, I'm more excited to see Doctor Strange's character, actually. Like, see what happens after this movie and see how it leads up into Multiverse of Madness. But in speaking of him, I don't really like the fact that he just decided to fuck up the multiverse because Peter told him to. He's like, hey, um, change this for me. And he's like, well, okay, I guess. Yeah. Like, that just happened. Dude. Like, okay. I This is what's happening now just because he said, he told him to. Dr. Strange is going to be like, yeah, you know what, Peter? You know, I'll, I'll go ahead and do that for you. I don't see any way that this could go wrong. And you know what? You're 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 very important for the plot. So yeah, let's go with it. All right. Um, to address that first, uh, Peter asked Doctor Strange to do that back in 07, and Doctor Strange refused because Doctor Strange doesn't play like that. Because to audiences who don't read Doctor Strange, that is normal behavior for him to say yes. To audiences who do, it is weird and out of character. So believe me, it's stupid. Um, my biggest thought that I can say is. I don't give a shit. And the reason why I don't give a shit is because for months I have had these fucking leaks permeating my timeline and it ruining my enjoyment of these films. I have had people sending me set photos and showing me these things with and without my permission. And it has ruined definitively ruined my enjoyment of a movie that i wanted to go see because spider-man is my favorite superhero ever and has been since i could read words on a page i do not fucking care back in 2016 listen listen this 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 is the part that broke my heart back in 2016 when Spider-Man was revealed to becoming the Captain America Civil War, I cried because I didn't know it was going to happen because I had not read any of the news stories that, that said that, Oh, he'd already been cast. Oh, the merger was already done. I read none of it. I, I, I already knew based on all of the things that my dad had told me and all the thing, articles that I'd read about the rise and fall of the speculator market and the crash of uh, and the comic book crash of the 1990s and Marvel selling off its intellectual properties, uh, movie rights to all these various studios. I'd thought that it would never happen. And seeing that, that fateful August day, I think it was August at least. It was like February or something, February 2016. It genuinely elicited tears from my eyes. And had I had I known that that was going to happen, I wouldn't have reacted so strongly. And I was spoiled on this movie months in advance. I had taken, I had, I had legitimate emotional experiences literally stolen from me by people who do not give a shit about how I enjoy movies. 
Right. People who do not give a fuck because their only enjoyment of these things comes from this being all that they do. Another example, I didn't know that Immortus was going to show up in in Ant-Man 3. I know that now and I well, don't yeah. get to I don't get to enjoy that movie as much as I could have. I'm not saying that I'm not going to like it, but I would have liked it more if I hadn't known these things. But the reason why I know it is because there are people who don't give a fuck about my boundaries. People who don't give a fuck how many times I tell them to stop telling me these things. That that still continue to 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 utterly ruin my enjoyment of these movies. Maybe it is because I choose to hang around these people. Maybe it is because I do not put in the effort enough to go find other friends. But I know now that I am tired of the culture that we have where this is normal. The culture that we have where where all we do is discuss leaks and movie news. When I'm unable to enjoy a filmmaker's movie as it is supposed to be presented to me, what is revealed in the trailer is revealed when it is supposed to be. Not leaked a day in advance. Not shown in set photos. Taken by paparazzi months in advance. No. Right. I am not allowed to enjoy these things as I want to. Rather than us as a culture respecting the craft, respecting the art form, we ins- I instead have to police myself because of overzealous people who would rather discuss something before it is meant to be publicly known or publicly enjoyed. This is not this is not information that is from like a video game from 13 years ago that I'm being spoiled on because I haven't played it. This is not free game. These are things that Marvel did not want us to know until the time was right. This is different. Right. And knowing that I have had my enjoyment taken from me from something I likely would have enjoyed regardless of my problems with the character hurts me in a personal way. I am personally hurt by this. And I, I am not going to frame it in any other way. I'm not being dramatic. I, it, it ruined my enjoyment of this movie. You know, with as many leaks that we've had regarding every single Marvel movie that has released, fucking the most notable one, recent memory being um, Iron Man and Endgame. Uh, at some point, it falls on Marvel. Like, at some point, it falls on them. Because how can it be that time after time, Every single movie, in some regard, a pivotal scene gets leaked. Uh-huh. Like at some point, it falls on them. I don't know what could be done because I'm I'm not in that field. I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. I have no fucking experience when it comes to you know dealing with uh, you know publicly, I'm sorry, uh, producing something on a global scale. But at some point, there's got to be someone in there. Like, it, like it, At some point, it just it falls on them. Because they know that as soon as they start 
even conceptualizing um, a movie, when they start writing everything down, they start brainstorming ideas. At, at that point, they are already in danger of something accidentally being released to the public and leaked. Like, that's... It, it's gonna happen. At some point, it falls on them. Again, I'm not saying that the people who are out here on the internet leaking everything, like, that that's not fucking cool. Like, let's be real. It's not cool. It's not. But at some point, it falls on them to put their foot down and do something about it. Again, I have no experience. I don't know what the fuck could be done. But at some point, it's entirely on them. Yeah. I mean... Look at what companies like Atlas have done. I mean, I have, uh, we've, I believe we've spoken about Atlas's uh, uh, very much overzealous treatment of potential spoilers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know, man. It, it, It makes me really sad to think about this that my enjoyment of something I really enjoy has been ruined by people with, by people with no life. By people who all they do is live and breathe fucking film characters. The most, the, the sure, it's the most profit-generating side of these characters. Okay, but speaking as someone who's a lifelong fan of this shit, to have my motherfucking enjoyment of this taken from me because of you f- motherfuckers, it, it, it makes me angry. And to everyone who uh, I, I know some of you are listening to everyone who shared a leak to everyone who spoke with me about a leak to everyone who violated my boundaries genuinely fucking stop because I've made this plenty clear that I do not enjoy talking about this kind of thing. Plenty. So moving on to things a little bit uh, better, I suppose, that aren't full of people being assholes on the internet. Um, I mean, it actually kind of does come back to people being assholes on the internet. Oh, can we talk about the fact that people are out here saying that Tom Holland's Spider-Man is the best one? Oh, dude. Look, man, I know I have... I have talked endlessly about how I want kids on Twitter to shut the fuck up about that kind of thing. But I'm going to put that, de- that debate to bed uh, for the final time. He's not, uh, he is Iron Boy Jr. That is not an invalid criticism. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> he sucks. All right. I have complained endlessly about how his Spider-Man's the worst one. And I've been told endlessly, oh, I'm a hater, blah, blah, blah. You know, I have, a, I, have I know someone. Uh, hi, uh, I know you're probably listening. Uh, one of my cousins Swears to God that Andrew Garfield is the best one. Uh, he's also stupid. All right. Uh, stupid and wrong. That's what you are. Stupid and wrong. All right. You know the best Spider-Man? The best Spider-Man is motherfucking Christopher Daniel Barnes. All right. From the fucking What's animated that? show from the 90s. Shit. Talking about how he needs to go on a date with Meg Ryan. All right. That's that's the one right there. But not nah, like like genuinely, I don't understand how anybody could say that Tom Holland's the best one, given the fact that his character is pretty much the opposite of everything Spider-Man is in uh, in in, in uh, 
established canon. And literally any other depiction of him. Seriously. Seriously. It is... Because I've, mm-hmm. I've been... Um, I, I, I tweeted out a few days ago that I was watching the old uh, Spider-Man movies. And then I, I got into watching the shows. And it, 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 it's night and day. Like, it... I have, it, it's just night and day. It's like you can very clearly see Peter Parker as this one character, and then you get you take the MCU's version Peter Parker, and it's just it, it, he's he's lame as fuck to me. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't like him. I don't like him. Like happy go lucky attitude about everything. Dude, I saw a tweet the other day. I quote tweeted this. Uh, and I made fun of this dumb fuck. I do that a lot where I quote tweet people on Twitter and call them stupid uh, because it's fun. <laughs> All right. It is fun it's, to bully it, people. It's, it's not bullying if they're fucking stupid and wrong. Like, I wasn't bullying that guy. Okay, there was this one tweet where this guy said that uh, District 9 gets woke. Why is this movie about racism when the whole point of District 9 was about apartheid? Uh uh, I called that guy a, a dumb fucking idiot who has no literary skills, and that's not that's not bullying. That's not wrong. That's me being uh, correct. <laughs> but no, uh, this dumb fuck on Twitter said this nigga was depressed twenty four seven. Spider Man doesn't act like that. It posted a picture of Tobey Maguire crying, and I said, and, and everybody clowned this guy. This guy got ratioed to the moon. But I said, uh, tell me God. you've never read a Spider Man comic without telling me you've never read a Spider Man comic. Because um, I don't know about you, but Peter Parker is definitely the most depressed character in all of Marvel. Uh, this guy can never catch a break, uh, ever. <laughs> yeah. This guy's yeah. parents like, are dead. This guy's uncle's dead. This guy's constantly worrying about his rent payments. He's always struggling with girls. All right. Uh, he's He never can hold a steady job. All right. And plus, as a superhero, uh, half of all people everywhere hate him. Uh, even more than they do like the X-Men. All right. So it's like, and the X-Men are like a discriminated class of, of, of people. All right. So it's like genuinely uh, fuck off all the times that this nigga has quit Spider-Man in universe and in adaptation, all the times that this dude has struggled in universe and in adaptation. And you say that Spider-Man's not depressed, that he's happy go lucky. He's only happy go lucky when he has the mask on and can forget about that kind of thing. And even then when he's swinging around, he's always thinking about his problems. That's what makes Spider-Man cathartic. That, I mean, even his creator said that, that he's relatable, that he is the, the everyman. The earth. Yeah, that anyone can be Spider-Man because Spider-Man represents the struggle of everyone. All right. It's like (sighs) people just don't people people will only watch movies and assume that they have a complete whole understanding of a character. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Especially one that has been in print media for close to seven decades. It is. It is wild <laughs> what people will say on the internet. You're telling me people hop on the internet and tell lies? <laughs> oh, man. In a slightly more upbeat but still depressing note, have you seen the situation regarding Emika Games? No, actually. What's up with that? Okay, so Emika Games is an indie developer for horror titles. Who has okay. recently um, 
decided, I believe, to walk away from game development. Oh, what happened? Well, well, um, they, Emika they Games game makes that was like very, or very short indie horror games. Okay. Their games are less than two hours and release on oh, Steam. Oh, that's short. Oh, okay. And they're like $10. Incredibly inexpensive. Which should already be flagging okay. alarm bells in your head because of the two things that I've said. Uh, two hours and uh, and on Steam. Yeah. And a very inexpensive price point. Yeah. Does that not ring a red flag in your head? Because of the Steam what, refund people... policy. Oh, yeah. People okay. buying, Got it. finishing, and then immediately and refunding, then refunding an oh. indie game. An indie game. If you refund an indie game, period, like it doesn't matter what how long or short it is, you are the scum of the earth. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to lie. Because how... you. We, we, okay, I understand, right? It, like in my in my case, like like that, like an example that I can think of because I literally just did it like three days ago. Fucking Fallout Four wasn't running, like it just wasn't running well on my computer. So I was like, ah, uh, whatever, and I just refunded it. I bought a Hat in Time. I have yet to play it, but I have. I'm not gonna refund it. Because Hat in Time is a genuinely good platformer. I am you're not gonna catch me out here refunding like any indie. Because those are the people that actually deserve your money. Those are the people that actually need it to get by from day to day. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. That's I'm, so I'm gonna dumb. I'm gonna read a couple things. This is their first statement. Friends, I'm shocked. Uh no, that's the second statement. Here we go. Um, where is this shit at? So this 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 developer made this game called Summer of Fifty Eight, which is described in the uh about this game as a a walking simulator about how you will go from room to room, experiencing the changes and experiencing the story. It is less than two hours long. That's the point. It's a horror title. All right. And, and you're supposed to take this these two hours that you're supposed to spend with the game at max to immerse yourself in its world and experience its psych a lot. It's, uh, it's horror. All right. Okay. Sounds pretty cool so far. It's $6.52. No, bro. And it's on sale for $6.52. And it is regular price, $8.99, which is already a, 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 a great fucking deal. All right, especially given how good it supposedly is. But uh, on uh, the 26th at 12.14 p.m., um, this guy said, uh, what the fuck did he say? He said, I'm leaving game development for an infinite for an indefinite time to collect my thoughts. The fact that my game does not reach two hours on Steam in regard has led to a lot of returns, even with positive reviews, and he does not earn anything to make new games. And that got, like, a lot of support. 
And so a lot of people bought it. Good. And a lot of Good. people have been supporting the dev, giving them positive reviews, playing the game. And and I, I mean positive reviews isn't like as in like one to two hours on record, which is how long the game lasts. Like so these people played the fucking game. Right. Yeah. So it's like it it is it is it, it, what kind of piece of shit refunds an indie title? All right. One that is literally said to be a short horror experience. What what kind of motherless bastard are you? Like, oh my god, the fact that this person came out on Twitter and said that I'm going to stop making games. You can buy all of this developer's games for $21.52. All of Another them. Another fatherless child. Like, dude. Average time to complete the game, 90 minutes. Wild to me that anyone could see that and be like, I'm going to refund this anyway. That is that is blatant abuse of the Steam refund policy, honestly. In my eyes. It's it's heartbreaking. As far as we've come as a, as a community, and as far as our medium has come, the fact that this still happens is uh, saddening, to say the least. That 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 to this day, it, like I thought, indie developers would be mistreated by big corporations because that's how corporations act. But to see indie developers mistreated by the general community is disgusting. All right. Yeah, by their own, act, like supporters is. Mm-hmm. Um, support indie developers, guys. It is hard to make video games. All right, very hard. That it is. Very, very hard. Like, eh. y'all are gross. <laughs> y'all are young, Jared. Oh, I mean, shit. He's been oh, developing the game. He's been hard at work. You know? Are you coding, son? You know? But, uh, for indie Thank games you. besides that one is what we're saying. Don't, don't. don't I, mean, I hate it because he's kind of funny. I'm not even going to lie. He's kind of funny. Yonder really. is a lolcow, sir. <laughs> that's the term is lolcow. Yeah, that sounds about right. No, but really. It's funny to laugh at you. Go out here. <laughs> Do you, oh, man. You know, what was the... There was a showcase that happened on Steam not too long ago for indie games. Um, and and they, it was during the summer, there was a huge amount of free demos for a bunch of games that released. I'm sure that um, I think the Switch has an indie game highlight as well. What, I, what we're saying is go, go support them, guys. They're, they're, a lot of the times, make very good shit. Stuff that you, don't, stuff that you will not find in the AAA games. With there's just no competition. I mean, look at Celeste. Yeah, Celeste, like the most legendary story of an indie game. Oh, well, I mean, I guess there is Undertale, so let's not forget that about that one. But Celeste is definitely up yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. It's just you never know, man. You never know what you might find. Genuinely, genuinely. Like, oh man, fuck them. All right, fuck them, I guess. 
I'm, I'm glad that this developer is getting an outpouring of support because it seems like they deserve it. So good for you, developer. In other news, did Another you ever news? did you ever want to see Street Fighter cross over with Magic the Gathering? <laughs> what? I saw that. That was like a headline, and like everybody was confused. Street Fighter Wait, cross Magic the Gathering. Was- I'm so confused. Oh, okay. Yep, that's uh. Yep, your favorite uh, world uh, warriors are coming to Magic: The Gathering. Uh, you know, I never thought, <laughs> I never thought that's a sentence I would ever hear in my lifetime. Yeah, believe me. <laughs> Neither did I. <sighs> oh man. Fucking, it's, uh, and Akuma crossed over into Monster Hunter World. Now you can play as Akuma and do sexy emotes. Ooh-wee. Master of the (laughs) Fist, island-shattering Akuma does a sexy emote. How fucking on-brand, am I right? Fucking, the, the, the master of the instant... Hell flash prison murder technique <laughs> does a s- sexy emote. That oh. would be like if Virgil was doing the default dance. Like, <laughs> it's like Dante <laughs> arrives at the top of the Clifot and sees Virgil default dancing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He fucking slaughters everyone. Show me your motivation. (laughs) Dante climbs to the top of the Temani Gru and sees Virgil dancing over Arkham's corpse. (laughs) This is this is truly motivating, dude. (laughs) Oh my god. That's wow. Okay, but it, wait, is it is it like a? I, I'm not really too big into Magic the Gathering. So how the fuck is that going to work? Don't ask me. I, I don't like, play Magic the Gathering. All right. <laughs> I was always I'm not, I'm more not a massive virgin, so I don't know. <laughs> well, hey man, I'm not anymore. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not anymore. When I was a kid, I was more into I was more into fucking Yu Gi Oh. I'm just saying. When I was a child, most I got into a card game was fucking Yu-Gi-Oh, and even then, that was a very surface level. Dude, Yu-Gi-Oh was cooler as an anime because there's no dude. The anime was way funnier in my eyes because think about like you could never do. Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna read this 4chan thread because this is the funniest fucking thing I've ever read in my life. All right. About how, okay, I can't find it, but about how Seto Kaiba is the greatest anime villain and that he is better than Dio. <laughs> I think I saved it on Reddit, actually. Hold on. <laughs> you can, D- Joe, if you really think about it, he actually is. If you really think about it, I'm not wrong when I say that. Okay, I can't find it. But trust me. Yeah, trust me. Se- Bro, Source? Trust me. Dude, 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 no, no, no. Think about it. Think about it, Joe. 
What did Dio do? All right. He, let's see. He killed Jonathan's dog. All right. He he killed Jonathan's dad. All right. He almost killed Jotaro's mom. All right. And uh, his disciple destroyed the world. That's pretty bad. All right. Seto Kaiba, though. <laughs> all because he got beaten by a little kid and a ghost in a children's card game, created a multi-billion dollar corporation that went on to affect several timelines. <laughs> he built Hogwarts, dude. He built a school. All for the purposes of training kids in a children's card game and had science experiments beneath the school. All right. <laughs> he he destroyed the future with technology <laughs> from beyond the grave in Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. All right. Kaiba Corp is the linchpin of all the Yu-Gi-Oh! timelines. All right. Dio kind of hurt Jotaro's mom and got killed for it. Seto Kaiba lost at a card game and went mad. This man, this man could not hold an L. He could not. Seto Kaiba affected t- several timelines with his salt, okay? The <laughs> Kaiba salt effect. All right. <laughs> Seto Kaiba is the greatest anime villain of all time. I will not be told otherwise. You cannot prove me wrong. Like, what did Frieza do? Frieza conquered, like, part of the galaxy and got murdered and came back to become a Skeletor mustache-twirling villain. Seto Kaiba lost at a children's card game and went mad. (laughs) (laughs) A little kid and a ghost beat him. (laughs) And he went on to affect several different timelines. Like, imagine that. I've never seen an anime villain be so destructive over something so... Over so fucking minor. Over something so little. (laughs) So fucking minuscule. He got beaten by a little kid and a ghost, dude. A little kid and a ghost. (laughs) And then he went on to build fucking Hogwarts. Like, like, what the fuck? Oh, man. That's so fucking funny. Oh, man. Seto Kaiba is a menace. Bro, while, while you're searching for that, the only thing I'm thinking of today is the fact that I had a fucking... I, w- I was working at the theater, um, cleaning, and... I had a lady come up to me. She's like, "Hey, where where is the door for this theater? What 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 do you mean? Like, well, I went Got in, it. but there's I like I can't actually find the theater. I'm like, okay, so I went in there, and and she's like, yeah, but how do I get into the theater? Fucking open the door, and the theater's right there." She's like, oh, oh, okay, sorry about that. And, you know, in working in this theater, I have realized how fucking dumb people are. That's it. Like that, That's all I had to share. Yeah, welcome to the service industry, okay? It's 
It's that humans yeah. are dumb. Humans are fucking stupid. Humans are 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 ignorant. Humans are just incapable of rational thought. You know what I mean? Of critical thinking. Like Oh my god. Do you have who, a story that you're thinking of right who now? Who walks into a fast food restaurant and decides that it is a good idea to spend a hundred dollars there? On fast food. A hundred dollars. On fast food. I you know what I hate is when you are Working at a fast food place. I'm not going to specify where. Mm-hmm. And an order is coming in. And, right. the, and and they order normally. But they wait till the end of the order to say, oh, yeah, don't to do this, say, don't oh, do that. Can I, yeah. Oh, and so the time Lord. that you spent making their order is essentially null and void. <laughs> Oh my lord, the amount of times that has happened in my quest to get these customers served as fast as possible is is not to be understated. Alright? Like I said, nothing to do with bad managers. I've had managers that were racist in my past. And I would have not left those jobs had it not been for the shitty customers. Okay? It is the customers who are the problem. I remember one time I was working at a pet store, all right, and a woman asked me to get a bag of pet food from the top shelf. I said, okay, I brought over the ladder, I climbed up to the shelf, I grabbed the bag of food, I carried it down the ladder, and I put it in the woman's cart. I even offered to push the cart out to her car for her. The woman said, no, thank you. She left the store, paid for her food and everything. Next day, my manager calls me into the office. Hey, did you throw a bag of food into this woman's cart? And I said, no. My manager said, okay, good, because she said that you did. I checked the cameras. I saw that you didn't, but she said that you did, and I thought I'd bring it up to you. All right. My managers went to bat for me at this place. Don't get me wrong. They watched the cameras and saw that I treated her like a normal person. All right. But this fucking bitch insisted that I threw the bag of food into her cart. Was it because I was the only black employee at that place? I don't fucking know. Probably. All right, but even my manager was like, bro, I don't know what the fuck she's smoking. Uh, Like, customers... Do you know how many times I've so fucking dumb. You know how many times I've walked into like a Walmart wearing like a dark blue shirt and old women have gotten mad at me for not giving them like directions? I, I have this Dear one Lord. shirt that says like US Marines on it. I got it for free from like an army recruiter at like high in my high school days, and I still wear it because it's yeah. like a, it's a shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You just I fucking, on, like, I fucking hate the American state. Something. I hate the fucking American state and I hate the U S military, but I have a shirt that I got that I didn't pay for. That's still in good condition. So I'll wear it. All right. And it's dark blue. It's yeah. the color of the Walmart shirts. All right. And I was in a Walmart once I was buying food for my cat, my good old 
cat cookie. I love her with my I love her with all of my heart. She's so she's such a she's such a good cat. All right. I was buying her food. This old woman asked me, do you know where X, Y is? And I was like, no. And she's like, well, are you going to show me? I said, no. She's like, well, I'm going to tell your manager. I'm like, I said, ma'am, I don't work here. And the look of, of utter bewilderment on her face that she just assumed that I fucking worked there and was shocked to hear that the <laughs> guy in a Marine, in a, in a U.S. Marines shirt with no badge, with no ID tag, with no Walmart vest, doesn't fucking work there. Uh, uh, the the utter shock crazy. on her face. Like, uh, that's why you ask, hey, do you work here? Before and, you just, yeah. And you know what's even more preferable than that is to look at what they're fucking wearing. <laughs> maybe, maybe, you know, that, that might be a good start. Do you see a company logo on my on on my person? Do you see a name tag on me? No, then don't fucking ask me a question. Don't. All right, then don't, don't fucking look, look at me. Seriously, because <laughs> that shit has happened to me even when I'm not wearing the colors. Just because I'm young. Hey, do you work here? No. Especially if I have my headphones in, bro. Me walking around in public oh, with yeah, my headphones in is totally, not an in, is yeah. not an invitation for you to ask me a question. All right. I remember one time I was working at the pet store, right? And I walked in. I just got back in for my break because we were across the street from like a Jimmy John's type deal. So I like I walked yeah. to I, I drove to Jimmy John's. I got my sandwich and I drove back into the place and I was walking in the store so that I could go to the back and like play my Nintendo Switch and eat my Jimmy John's and shit. Mm-hmm. And this bitch complained to the customer that I didn't hear her. That she was yelling at me, despite the fact that I clearly had my hoodie on over my over my shit. I had my hood up and I had my headphones in. All right. So what does that communicate to a normal, rational human being? Oh, this guy's on his break or alternatively. Dude, oh, my. Lord. This guy doesn't work here. All right. Oh, fucking Lord. I've had so many people were like, you know, it's moderately busy where it, it, it's not dead but it's also not um busy there so it's just kind of like in between and you know it's like oh uh like i ran out of uh paper you know for the receipts or oh i oh i need to go get this and people just come up to you like immediately or come up to me just immediately after like one after the other i'm like i need a second and then, and then they're like Oh, wait, are, are you not uh, serving up here? I'm like, yeah, I am. I just need to go grab something. It's like, oh, well, you can't take my order first? Dude, today I had a fucking, I had a lady, right? Yeah. So we're supposed to, th- we're supposed to take customers by like, you know, like the priority line. It's going to be two in the priority line and then one in the normal line. I accidentally waved over to the person that was in normal line when I was making eye contact with the priority line person and then she came up to me she was like oh um why can you not take not like give me my stuff and you not bring me up like oh well you know it's just because of policy i'll have to take this other person before i take you guys and she was like oh so i have to wait here then like wh- whatever i'll just take it here it's just like I don't understand why people get so frustrated over the smallest things. Because she was giving me attitude. She was giving me attitude. I'm like, 
bro, I'm just trying to do my job. I work. I just work here. <laughs> uh, I just work here, man. Oh, man. So, yeah. He was like, oh, so then I'll have to wait back in line again and wait for someone else to help me. I'm like, whatever. I can <laughs> talk my dear. Bro, you know what the worst part about working is? Is when your managers say, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean. Yeah, time to clean. You know what, you know what pissed me off the most about that? God. Okay, so when I was working at this random fast food establishment, all right, the first mm-hmm. chance, we were always busy, all right, but the first chance I always got when I didn't have an order to make, I would always clean my station because I, I, it's not that I have OCD, it's that especially when I'm working, I don't want to have like a messy like station. Like if yeah, my room course, is dirty and I have to like edit a video or something or like the podcast, I'll clean my room first because I want to, I don't want to work in like a net and like a messy environment. You know what I mean? And so that goes double yeah, when I'm on the job. If I'm like, I don't want to have like a messy workstation. So especially when I'm working around food, I would always wipe down any any spills, wipe down any like uh, bacteria because I was handling like meats. So I'd have to wipe off meat juice. I would restock my ice. I would restock my frozen stuff. I would restock my cheeses and my cups and my bags and everything. I would I would take very good care of my workstation. All right. And so right. when I was done cleaning my workstation, when I was done restocking my workstation, and when I didn't have any orders come in, I would lean, motherfucker. All right. Because I <laughs> earned that fucking right. And I would hear, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean. And I would always say, my workstation is clean and fully restocked. If anyone's going to lean, it's going to be me. It's <laughs> me. It's going to be me. I said that multiple times. All right. I said, look at my workstation. Look at my stock. Look at everything I've got going on, and if anyone is going to lean, it's going to be me. And if you have a problem with that, just say so, because I've already done everything that's been asked of me. All right, it's not that I have an attitude. It's that I will not be fucking disrespected, all right? And if you're going to fucking tell me to do something that I've already done, I'm going to make it fucking known that you're a dumb fuck, all right? (laughs) I ended up quitting that job because of a racist manager, bro. I, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast, but I'm going to fucking tell it now, all right? I remember that all that that uh half the employees there were 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 people of color, bro. It was mostly like black people, uh, Hispanic people, and the other half were white. Okay, it was like twenty five percent black, twenty five percent Hispanic, and the other and the rest were white. Okay, so the assistant general manager there, we're gonna call her Karen. That's not her name. Uh, I remember her name very well, but it was not that. All right, right. She would treat the white employees and the non-white employees very differently. I had this oh, yeah, one course. coworker. I'm going to call him Jake. His name was not Jake, and Jake had a oh, girlfriend. We're Jake. We're gonna go. We're gonna go with Jake. All right. And his he had he had a girlfriend. We're gonna call her Jennifer. Okay. Jake and Jennifer mm-hmm. would frequently frequently be in the back. Making out in the freezer while I was sweeping up or running garbage or run, or, or you know running the front type deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I would do the garbage, when they would like send me off my station, be like, "Hey, we're gonna put this person on your station. We should go collect all the garbage, uh, sort it, and take it all out and uh, put it in the compactor, run the compactor, all that type deal." I would do that. I'd run in the back. I grab my headphones, put my headphones in, and I would bust that garbage down. What would take other employees? Like 25 minutes, I could usually bang out in 15 because I was really fast and I was really good at my job because I had my music on. Different. All right. 
Yeah. And they put me on the dishes. I'd have my music on. And I'd knock them dishes out big fast. I know how much soap to put in. I know how much sanitizer to put in. I know how much water to put in to mix it with, with the soap and sanitizer and all that shit. I was busting them dishes down. And I would knock everything out like really fast because I was good. All right. You're good at it. That's cool. Absolutely, because I was a god. All right. And 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 every time I put my headphones in, it'd always be, dude, take your headphones out. But when I would see Jake in the back sweeping up or doing the garbage, his AirPods would be in and no one would tell him to do anything. All right. When I would be in the front having a man two stations and Jake was leaning talking to his girlfriend, no one would say anything to him. But people expect but people got mad at me for slacking off while working two stations at once rather than telling Jake, hey, get on your station, dummy. All right. I knew it was bad when the last day that I walked in there, one of my coworkers, I'll call him um, Light. All right. Because his, his, the first letter of his name was L. But we'll call him Light. Like Light Yagami. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> which is funny because I called she him L. I, call, I called him L. All right. Which is funny. He was also a fan of anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew it was bad. This dude was dark. And the first, the last day that I ever worked there, because I just quit unceremoniously, he was having a screaming match with this AGM Karen. All right. He was like, you know what? I'm done here. I'm tired of this and I'm tired of you. And he stormed off. And I was like, damn, L, what's going on with you, man? And he was just not having a good day. All right. So I did my job. And while I was working there, we got swamped. Pretty typical for where I was working at. And I was yeah. manning the grill and the sandwiches. All right. I was Ooh. manning both of them. That meant that all of the grill orders I had to do, all of the ribs orders I had to do, all of the sandwich orders I had to do. No help. And when I was like, yo, can I get somebody to help uh, cut all this bread and do all this shit? They were like, why are you going to be so fucking lazy? I was like, excuse me? All right, what's what's going down? My AGM pulled me aside and she was like, yo, you need to stop being such having such an attitude. And I said to her, I'm like, miss, I got to work two stations. I keep my station clean. I do the work of like two, three people, just me. So if you got a problem with me, then I need you to say so rather than saying that I'm not doing my job because Lord knows I am doing my job and I'm doing it to the best of my ability, to the best of the ability of people who are around me. I and and she left, and I kept manning the front. She left. She 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 just walked off. She just walked off. And I was and I Uh I went back to manning the front. And this nigga Jake comes over and he starts giving me a bunch of lit while he's cutting the bread because obviously the bread has to get cut and I can't man the grill and the sandwiches without the bread getting cut. All right. And this nigga's like, if you wouldn't be so fucking lazy. And then, and then the, the big manager, the general manager comes in. He's like, yo, so Karen tells me that you and her are having problems. And I'm like, yeah, bro, I told her if she's got a problem with me personally, then do that. But I'm not going to take my work being insulted, but I'm doing the work of three people as one person. And nobody's going to step in to come to bat for me. Like I go to bat for everybody else that works here. All right. Because yeah. y'all know my yeah, philosophy. Y'all know my philosophy. Respect. Y'all know my philosophy, nigga. If I eat, my niggas eat. All right. You know what I mean? So I said, I said, I'm not going to have my work be insulted. She's got a problem with me personally that she's taken up with me personally. And I'd be willing to work it out and deal with it. But I'm not going to have my work insulted. He was like, yo, you got to remember, it's her that we're dealing with. And that wasn't the moment where I decided, you know what? Fuck this bitch. 
All right, if she's going to treat my boy L differently, screaming at him in front of all the customers, if she's going to let Jake not do his job and make out with his girlfriend and wear his AirPods in the back, if she's going to do all this shit and me and L got to be the ones to, 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 to fucking shoulder her burdens while she treats everybody else with zero respect, all right, I didn't even mention, all right, oh my God. They're at this job. All right. There was the basic employees, which is where I was at. Then there was the right. there was the slightly more basic employees. They were called like a team lead or right, yeah. something like that. All right. What the fuck? And then there were then there were the AGMs. Then the GMs. We'll yeah. call him Joey. His name was not Joey. He was deep Hispanic, and he was an older guy too. He was like fifty something. He had kids. All right. And I remember it was like October of twenty eighteen. I was working there, and this guy asked the AGM Karen. He was like, "Yo." Can I take Halloween off? I got kids and I want to take them out trick-or-treating. And I remember this bitch saying, no, you can't. This nigga had kids, my guy. He came to her <sighs> hat in hand saying, I would like to spend time with my kids. With my family. And she said, nope. didn't even consider it. All right. And I was like, what the fuck? And me and this nigga were tight, yo. I was with all the other Hispanic employees. We would be in the kitchen speaking fucking Spanish, bro. We'd be in there. And you know how many times she would come in there and say, English on the job, please. That's the... the oh, okay. I was going to say, like, that's got to be right. Like, bro. Like, there's got to be some racial like, undertones, but no. If we're no, in the kitchen, if we... If it's... Uh, bro, there was a time it was me. We'll call, we'll call this guy Freddy. That's not his name, but we'll call him Freddy. I was me and Freddie and Joey, all right? And we'd be speaking Spanish, bro, and we'd be in that bitch. We'd be in that bitch! And she would say, English on a job, please. That shit had me... That shit pissed me off, bro. That shit would piss me off. Like, oh my fucking God. We were we were having basic ass... Like, like, like not even bad conversations, bro. I remember one time I was, I was leaning back talking to Freddie, all right? And I said something most the most non-offensive shit. I said I was talking about my mom. I said que yo fucking la cuide or some shit, you know, like some real basic shit. I was talking about my mom. I said like, yeah, I was like, mi mama. Uh-huh. I, I said something like, mi mama que yo la cuide, you know. And I was talking about her, and she said, um, excuse me, English on the job, please. I don't know if you just swore or not. And I was like, bit okay. <laughs> That's how you did, <laughs> like. Like, yo, like, it, how, uh, I don't like, like, working in customer and consumer jobs is not the move, bro. It's not the move. It's in the not, year of our Lord, 2021, bro. go do something else. Go be a YouTuber. Go be a podcaster. Go be a Twitch streamer. Go be anything else other than a nigga who works at a retail or a service job. Please, God, because them niggas is miserable. Believe me, bro. God help you. As a nigga who worked in a pet store, as a nigga who worked at a fast food joint, I'm glad to be doing what I do now. All right. I'm glad to be working at my current job and having this podcast I do on the side for fun. All right. But just working a normal job is not the move. It's not the move. Please say, say, save yourself the sanity. Like keep, keep your mental health. Please just don't do it. On God, it's, 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 uh, oh my fucking Lord. Uh, it's, it's bad, man. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I told this experience, but like when I was working at the pet store, I was the first black employee in the history of that store. 
Right, that's what, yeah, you mentioned that. Earlier. In 2019, bro, the first black employee ever to be employed there. How? How? How do you operate a business for 20 years and never hire a single minority? Like, at all? No, not, nobody who is Asian, nobody who is Native American, no Pacific Islanders, no nothing. No, no Hispanics, no black people. Bro, oh, niggas would come into the store who hadn't worked there in like years and be surprised that a black dude is working there. And I'm not even dark skinned. I'm I I have said this for a long ass time. I got that dulce de leche skin, bro. I am <laughs> obviously a minority. I and people be yeah. like, yo, these guys hired a black dude. It's like, yeah, bro, I know. Believe me, I that was the first thought that came into my head. <laughs> you know what else I was thinking about is the fact that we're over two hours. Shit, man. Shit. Sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> See what uh, happens man. when you have an amazing, an amazing podcast going on. This is why, this is why I'm so grateful that you are my co-host i could not have asked for a better co-host one of my closest friends one of my ogs one of my day ones i fucking love you <laughs>